The Grammys, the Oscars, the Emmys. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, they're fresh off two Grammy wins. One for Best Contemporary Christian Music Album for Run Wild, Live Free, Love Strong. And one for Best Contemporary Christian Music Performance Song. They are for King and Country. Two brothers, Joel and Luke, born in Australia and raised in Nashville. Well, Joel is here today, and you're going to hear all about their musical influences, their amazingly talented family, their experience at the Grammys, and the trials along their path to success. Joel and Luke are here, two brothers from down under, for king and country. Welcome to the show, Joel. (laughs) I'm sure you've gotten this before, but that is a first ever intro song to an interview and I might add I can tell that your sister's A and B I can tell that you're a musician Uh Uh, so good work from a brother duo to a sister trio good work awesome thanks for saying that we'll take it (laughs) (laughs) now speaking of that you guys are from a very musical family your sister Rebecca St. James is a well known gospel Christian singer and songwriter and also a Grammy Award winner your brother-in-law is Cubby Fink, a Grammy nominee with Foster the People. So you guys are surrounded by music. You're surrounded by very successful music. So what was your life like growing up? <laughs> well, we sometimes like to say that we were the, the Australian version of the Von Trapp family. Okay, yeah. Luke and I had two of seven kids, five boys and two girls. And music, honestly, was always a way of life. Our dad was a concert promoter in Australia, so he would bring over all sorts of bands and artists when we were just wee lads, if you will. So we did shows, or he did shows at the Sydney Opera House. And some of my first memories were looking at vinyl 45 album covers and blaring them over the stereo system, and then sitting on his shoulders as like a four or five-year-old with my palms and my hands plugging my ears, watching these rock bands. So there's a long sort of lineage, almost, if you will, of... Mm -hmm of music in the family. And then when we arrived in America, as you mentioned, our older sister, Rebecca, was a gospel singer. And, and we sort of, when she was starting out, we, we half-joked that Dad needed uh, cheap labor. And he looked around, and he saw that he had five teenage or preteen boys. And so he put us all to work. And interestingly enough, or providentially enough, we're still carrying out a lot of the tasks, even today, that we learned, the crafts that we learned on the road. Okay. All those years ago. Yeah. So now, when did you and your brother decide to be a duo? You know, with all the members of the family, how come mm-hmm. you two paired up? Again, going back to that time as a teenager, I did a lot of background vocals and stage managing for Rebecca. Okay. And Luke did some, not as much on the stage. He actually sung a fair amount from the soundboard. Okay. Uh, he was a bit more bashful of the pair. Uh, but Luke was always a kind of a professional shower singer, if you will. He, okay. he was always either drumming on the table or on glasses or just humming tunes okay. through the house. Interestingly enough as well, we were kind of arch rivals in our teenagehood. I don't know if you sisters have uh, any of that or had any of that going on. Yeah, but, you go through um, phases, sure, yeah. Yes, I'm sure we could trade notes. Um, <laughs> but actually in Luke's sort of late teens and my early 20s, I had tried doing a solo thing for a little while, and I'd always loved the partnership that we had in the family. And so kind of went to Luke and said, hey, man, you know, let's just do an EP. Let's just give this a quick shot and see what happens. 
and here we are. We've, we've sort of not stopped since. Okay. It's always funny how those ideas start, you know? I'm yeah. sure it was like you girls with the radio show. It just, yeah. It's this thought, and then all of a sudden one thing leads to the next to the next, and, and here you are. Exactly. If you've just joined us, you're listening to one half of the multiple Grammy-winning duo for King and Country. Joel Smallbone is here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Do you guys get along, and did you have to learn how to get along? Because, you know, if you were arch rivals, it, it takes a while to go from that <laughs> to partners on the road. I like to uh, look at us as uh, two magnets, if you will. Okay. Magnets in our teenagehood that were flipped around the wrong way and that sort of repelled one another. Mm. And somewhere along the way, one of us turned. Uh-huh. Uh, I won't say which one, but one of us <laughs> turned. And, and it's sort of, it's worked ever since. And you know the crazy thing is, girls, we have our moments, no doubt, where you, whether it's creative conflicts or sure. those sorts of things. But the trust that you have um, between one another and mm-hmm. the understanding and just the fact that you know you're not going anywhere. You, there's no choice. You have right. to make your way through it. Those sorts of things, it's really been a beautiful partnership. Our dad also manages us. That's, again, been something that has been just really kind of charming for the most part. Uh-huh. Right. Well, you know, he always has your best interest at heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So now we have to get to the Grammys. So talk about the Grammy experience in general, what it was like, how exciting it was, and what you <laughs> took away from it, besides well, Grammys. I have a confession uh, to make. Okay. Before we got the Grammy nominations, and obviously before we heard about the wins, we had signed up to do a tour, a 47-day tour, with about nine or ten other bands, across America, 47 dates, over half a million people uh, in attendance over all of them. And one of the most important shows fell simultaneously to the Grammys, and that was the Nashville performance. And so Luke and I both were in our mutual respective cars on the way to the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville to perform when we got the news. Luke had his... 10-week-old son screaming bloody murder in the back of the car, and I had my my parents-in-law in town from California and my wife and my sister-in-law in the car with me when I heard the news. So it wasn't quite as serendipitous as, uh, like, you know, suits and yes. and selfies and all the rest of it, but right. it, it did have its own charm uh, yeah, as well. Very memorable, but in a completely different way than people would imagine. Yes. yes. And if I might imagine, I bet it almost fits your style of doing things all along. Am I right? I think so. I think so. I mean, look, this is always, as we've just established, this has always been a family affair. Right. So it sort of seemed uh, right in a very bizarre way that yes. we were both with our families uh-huh. for this moment. Totally so now did that. you announce on the show that night that, hey, we just found out? We didn't uh, announce it, but it was announced by the fellow that came up after us that uh, we had won both the Grammys. And, and, you know, the beautiful thing is to both of us, just in that moment, there's a lot of younger bands on this tour as well. And, you know, we've been officially a band. We released our first record a little over three years ago. And so for all intents and purposes, we're still sort of young in this journey. Right. It really felt like even that night, and that was one of the other things that was really beautiful about, interestingly enough, not being there, was we were with all these other bands, and to see the sort of the encouragement that they took from it. Uh-huh. Like, it felt like a win for us all. It felt uh-huh. like a win 
for all the younger bands out there, sort of this moment of saying, hey, we can do this. It's not just the old dog, so to speak, which we all have a lot of respect for, but if there is not new blood continually coming into the industry, uh, we all know that, you know, right. that's when things start to die. Yes, right. that's true. Uh-huh. And then the other thing is you had made the choice to stick with your prior commitment, which was the tour. Yeah. So, I mean, that yeah, says a we lot. Felt, we felt that was, um, that was very in, important to, to do, no matter what, no matter what played out. The, the only thing, again, speaking of family, the only thing that someone asked me, you know, did you regret not being there? And I don't think we did. I think we felt like we were in the right spot. And we really didn't have an inkling that we would win sure. one or both of them, particularly. But the one thing that if we had been there, we would have loved to have done was express our gratitude to our dad for his, mm. A, his parenting, his love of our mum, and then B, the way he has conducted himself as a, as a manager and as a partner with us. Yeah. So we got to do that over a video that we posted later that night as sort of an acceptance speech but not quite the same yeah well something tells me you're going to have another opportunity with winning another grammy where you can actually do that in real time (laughs) you're very kind (laughs) you're listening to joel with the brother duo for king and country fresh off two grammy wins we'll be right back with more from joel including his brother's health scare and how it's affected their music keep it right here you're listening to the mulberry lane show i'd live like 